everybody. This is Vixen. Welcome to Podcast Triple X. I know it's been forever and a day since you've heard from me. Pretty much, you know, as usual, Trenchcoat ignores me and, you know, left me with twisting out in the wind. And I had to fight for my rights to get this done. So, and actually, I am happy to say after much uh, finagling and bitch slapping on both our parts, I am recording to you from my new location. As I'm sure everyone who listens to the main show, everybody has their own place. You know, Trekkie was the infamous Hall of Shame. You know, Starhawk, I believe we're calling that the sub-basement of suffering. Trenchcoat, of course, the murder shack. And, you know, shout out to my girl, Courtney. I believe we have pretty much named her location Podcast X West since she's in Australia. Shout out to Australia. So I am proud to announce that this is being recorded, being recorded, hot, recorded from Vixen's Dungeon of Debauchery. Of course, of course, I had to give it that kind of name. This is Podcast Triple X. Well, this time out, I am reviewing Banana Games, Christian Zanger's Banana Games, Volume 1. And let me just say that to say that this is an interesting comic is quite an understatement. On the cover, We've got two chicks. Of course, we got one who's extremely buxom. She's, you know, of course, you know, a man had to have drawn these. Of course, men always draw these damn comics. Her, I think her, her, her breasts look like they're like triple J's. And basically, it's like she just has the um, nipples covered. It's almost like she's, she might as well just be wearing a tassel. But this is posing as a bikini brief. And she's got this really kick-ass cool machine gun. So, hey, she, she, she's a bitch with power. I like that. And alongside of her, we have this other girl. All right, she's quite bitching with the, you know, the, it looks like it's the, you know, the AK automatic or whatever. But, of course, uh, she's not as uh, chesty as her partner here. But I guess I could just, you know, just blow the cover right now. Her, her, the way he's got her drawn, her skirt is blown up underneath, and you can see that, uh, <laughs> she has an appendage. Of course, the medical term would be hermaphrodite, but for the purpose of this show, she's a chick with a dick. And of course, on the next scan page, we get a close up of the girl with the, uh, with the uh, appendage, the chick with the dick. So I'm sure a whole bunch of men, if any of you men have bothered to read this, I'm sure all of you now are doing a collective ugh, right about now. And actually, in all honesty, as a woman, I too had to do that. So, all right, first page of the story. This story is actually told from uh, the blonde hair girl with the buxom boobs. Her name is Simone, and she's telling it. The story is from her point of view. So apparently we got this scene. She's sitting out in the desert. She's a real, you know, she can tell she's a real badass because a scorpion's crawling over to her and she's not wearing any shoes. She just steps on it like it's no big thing. And you see her say, piss off. So mind you, scorpions are poisonous. And after she kills the, uh, oh, actually she doesn't kill the scorpion. She, when she said piss off, she literally meant piss off. She peed on the scorpion. So she's out here and she's waiting in front of what appears to be the sign on the building says Arizona Youth Correction Institute for Boys. And she's really impatient. 
and she's like you know it's fucking hot out here where the hell is you know and she still she very much loves touching herself because her pants are down around her thigh so this 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 is becomes a running theme all along the car the uh, comic so she's saying what's keeping her anyway she's late not only is she getting out now so now she just turned 18 and then the next panel says maybe the boys are giving her a party and sure enough we have a picture of uh the girl her name is alex and pretty much the guys are 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 gangbanging her they're giving her their version of a going away party and you see basically the you know she's she's sucking and there you know and you get to see you get a shot from behind and if there was any doubt before that she was a chick with a dick there's no doubt at all from this picture and you see so Simone's narration is she wasn't too miserable inside though for because of a little physical aspect of hers she had to be sent to a boy's detention so because of the appendage they sent her to a boy's detention so next page is just more of her uh going away party if that's what you want to call it you know basically you know we got loads being shot off and all over the place and basically this would be the money shot you know she's getting several money shots so and at the end of the page she's like oh i'm going to miss you guys and then the guard after she's all covered in cum and the men have passed out you see the guard come to the door and say hey sweet cheeks your ride's here time to go so she reunites with simone and simone is just so happy to see her and she goes mm, she's grown i haven't seen her in two years and then she said i i felt bad she couldn't see her because not only does uh alex have a history with the law so does simone so part of the reason why she couldn't see her was because she was locked up too so they run to each other she has the same car that she uh, had when she went to jail and she's like let's get the fuck out of here so they're on the open road you see that uh simone's just talking to her talking about you know alice is like it's good to be out i've missed you i've missed the open road and not only has simone saved the car for her she has also saved alex's gun and alex is just so happy oh god you kept it for me and she said i had to persuade the evidence clerk to get it and she hugs her she's like i love you so here we go she's like you know she says and this is a little bit of foreshadowing as of course all comics do simone says to her well alex i figured since it protected you before it may again someday but let's keep the dark past behind us of course the minute that she says it, you know the past is going to come running back to bite him in the ass it wouldn't be any other way so top page next page as again this 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 particular shot would make a man just probably hurl because she's there they're both exposed giving each other fresh air and you see alex pretty much straddling the car seat her her one leg is hanging out over the uh the door because it's a convertible and she's like ah it feels so good to feel some fresh air and then she goes that's a really gross you guys out i like the heat the sweat running down my body between my legs and down my cock 
So of course, you know, a whole bunch of you now are like, Ugh! at this point, I guess because I guess if I was a lesbian, which I'm sure most of you would like me to be and trench coat is always trying to convert me to be, this would probably, you know, either gross me out or excite me how, whichever way I guess it'd be kind of cool. It's basically, she's got a built in, she's got a built in dildo, but I can't say I'm, I'm not fat. Well, I guess I am fascinated, but it's like, wow, it's I mean, I have to say the artwork on this is extremely well. I mean, I'm not even just talking about the way the women in this comic are being portrayed or being drawn. You can even see the beautiful scenery in the back with the desert or what have you. But like I said, now it's just, it's like, she's, she's a pretty girl until you get down to her crotch. So, so of course they're out in the middle of the desert. Of course, what they knew, they need, they need to get some gas. So, Simone pulls over. Simone's the one driving the vehicle, of course, because there's no Alice can't be driving it, being, letting her dick get some air. But Simone pulls into the gas station and they pull up. She goes to get gas. And apparently, Simone doesn't have any money for the gas, but she plans on using her two torpedoes on her chest to, to uh, get this done. So, you know, Simone winks at her and says, I've got it covered. So she goes, Alex is going to, she originally tried to go to the ladies room. It's out of order. So, of course, being as that she does have a dick, she goes to the men's room. Searches around, sees nobody. Like I said, they, they pulled into the gas station and Simone really doesn't have any money to pay for the gas. But, of course, she's going to use her two sisters, the torpedoes, to handle that business. So while Simone's going to negotiate some gas, Alex says she has to pee. The women's room is out of water. So, of course, since she has our lovely appendage, she goes to the men's bathroom. She finishes, relieves herself, and she looks. She starts checking herself out in the mirror. And it's funny because you can see here that all of her uh, fucking the guys in prison has left a bad mark because she's looking in the mirror and you hear she goes damn canker sore and you just kind of go ew that's you know of course there's a lot of tmi okay well the fact that she has a dick that's the biggest tmi issue anyway so anyway she's getting ready to leave the bathroom and she runs into this guy that's as she's getting ready to leave this guy comes in and looks like your typical you know dude you know, coming into a dirty ass restroom off of the highway. He's got a gut, shirt's dirty, and she's trying to leave and she says, Oh, I'm I'm sorry, I know I'm not supposed to be here and she tries to leave and you know, he's thinking she's a guy. I mean she's a girl. Ha, <laughs> she's a girl. And he grabs me, he's like, Hey baby, what's the rush? And She's like, come on, why don't you stay a while? And he gives his name. Let Giovanni show you a good time. Well, she's not interested in his good time. She cracks him across the face with her fist. Don't you touch me, she yells out. So now we cut away from that. Now we're back to Simone and we're seeing how she's going to negotiate getting her gas. And of course, you know, got the, the stereotypical nerdy guy, the nerdy gas attendant. Basically, he's, uh, you know, 
she's got her tits in his face. So of course, what do you think is going to happen? So she's pretty much, she, she actually at the bottom of this page, she actually has laid her tits on the counter. I don't have any money. Is this going to be a problem? Of course, it's not going to be a problem because she's going to fuck the dude's brains out. But away from this action, apparently back to the men's room, Giovanni is pretty much beating the shit out of her. He's twice her size. And he's, you see this as again, as we always say, comics are a static medium. You can actually see the way it's drawn. You can actually imagine her being thrown across the floor and she's got her hands up and her legs, like she's being slammed into the floor, into the wall. And he knocks her, as a matter of fact, yes, he, he has hit her so hard and, and flung her so far that she actually hits her head on one of the urinals and she's knocked out for a minute. So he decides this is going to be his perfect opportunity to get what he wanted anyway. As she's coming to, though, he doesn't realize she's he's dealing with a crazy bitch. Mind you, this girl was in lockup. And we're about to find out why. So as she's coming to, he's talking her, talking about sweet cheeks. Yeah, you're going to get it. And you see the way he, this was drawn. Like I said, the art in this is very great, very detailed. You actually can see his face starts to like deform and kind of shift into this woman's face. And it's, it's really, it's really told because in between the morphing pictures, you also see the little drawn picture of Alex's eye open. So you can actually get the feeling you can see it from her point of view that she's not seeing Gianni, Giovanni, or how you pronounce his name. Now you see, how dare you talk to your mother that way? So apparently this is, you know, good, good old mom. So the way they do this is they're cutting in between Simone's action with the, with the gas attendant and Alex's action with the, with the, with the uh, would be rapist who is now formed into, who is now morphed into her mother. So, you know, Simone, basically it's just, you know, her fucking this dude and, you know, Hey, it's, it's, I mean, of course it's a porn comic, right? It's just fucking upon fucking and, you know, like I said, I love the fact that the artwork could be shit throughout the rest of the comic, but when you get to the fucking scenes, it's all detailed. And you see there's a nice shot of her at the bottom of the page. Like I said, she she if she was ever thrown into a, a fucking river, this bitch would, would be fine. Because these are flotation devices. And you see the close-up of, you know, he's playing with her you know, she's like, you know, she does that, you know, the talking to encourage him along. Oh, come on and put that one-eyed monster inside. But of course, the real interesting action is back in the men's room. So now at this point, Giovanni doesn't even exist anymore. This is Alex seeing her mother beating the crap out of her. And you even see Alex say, please, please, mama, don't hurt me again. I'm sorry. And of course, Giovanni is around and he's like, what the hell are you babbling about? So we get this great image of what she sees as her mom straddling her, beating the shit out of her. So one of the things that she didn't have, or maybe she did have with mom, is she's, you know, she's still seeing that her mom's beating the crap out of her and whatnot. By this point, Giovanni has pulled down her pants and he's like, what the hell? 
you're a freak and then he goes i no matter a hole is a hole and he's about to get the uh the 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 screw of his life and he's on top of her i'm now skipping because you know just more fucking with simone and the gas attendant we can pretty much that's just you know of course the real action again is in the men's room and again she's imagining that this is her mother talking to her saying all kinds of shit to her like all i wanted was a beautiful daughter and god denied me i tried everything to make you my sweet little angel and i got a freak and at the bottom of the page we see that alex isn't so out of it that she doesn't remember simone gave her back her gun at the beginning of this so now we see she has now pulled out the gun on who she believes is her mother and she says to her you're not going to hurt me anymore mommy and it's a it's a great shot it's a big shot of you see the gun as alice is pointing the gun straight at the guy and all you hear is bam and then you hear her softly say, no more. So coming back to Simone, she's, of course, she's just finished with the guy. And she's like, what the? And of course, they hear the blam. And she was like, and Alex comes stumbling out across the road. And she's just totally out of it. And at the bottom of the page, Alex is shaking. I mean, Simone is shaking out my what happened? What happened? And she said, I, 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 I shot mommy again. He, sh-, you know, so now we know, obviously she was doing time because she killed her mother, but because she was a minor, she ended up going to the detention center. So the gas attendant comes running out and he's like, Hey, she's got a gun. You guys were going to rob me. So now, now it's become a whole big situation and he's calling the cops. So Simone, in her infinite wisdom decides oh he's not calling the cops she finds the bat that he keeps behind the counter and she cracks the shit out of him so now there simone is trying to help her make her getaway there's another couple that just pulled up to the to the gas station and they say all they see all of this going on and the girl screams oh my gosh she's got a gun so you see Alex stum- still stumbling across the parking lot with this gun in her hand and it looks like she's coming right towards them. So they they crash they end up crashing into the gas pumps. So of course we've already had the violence, so of course now we have to have the explosion. And we have a full page. All you see is the whole entire lot go up in flames. And Simone has to pull Alex away and mind you Simone is still naked from having screwed the attendant guy and it's just you know like just like I said the coolest thing about this comic to me is the artwork you know a lot of times when you know I might see a situation where like I said the rest of it the rest of the art might be crap until they get to the actual uh, sex scenes but in this one it's it's great. You just you you look up, you look at it. You see the burning flames coming at them, and she pretty much says what we all as the readers realize: 
Simone is looking at everything going up in flames and she pretty much says, we are so fucked. So she's running. She checks out the guy in the, the washroom that she killed. And now they have no choice but to get away. And mind you, she just said a few panels ago, one to leave the past in the past. Well, apparently that's not going to work here. And as she's as they're running, as they're driving away in another car, you can just see, like I said, Simone's doing the narration, and she just says point blank, "Fuck." So now we have a whole different scene here. We now have this mansion, and you see that in the next panel. Of course, this, I mean, okay, guys, I'm going to say this. You know, I know the chick with the dick was a ugh moment, but this is probably worse. I, there is this huge rotund woman laying, it appears, in the middle of the bath. I know this, she has to be in the pool because this was, I kid you not, she's about a thousand pounds, but she does have these really cute girls around her. You know, obviously she's, she's, she's a lesbian. She has, and they're waiting on her hand and feet. You have one girl sitting above her washing her hair. And probably because she's too damn fat to, like, wash herself. You see that they're, you know, you have other people, like, we got one girl washing underneath one breast. You got, you know, you got the other girl going near a twat to wash her down. So, in the middle of all this, you see that there's these, there's a rival her, she's got these guys with her. Apparently, she must be this big mob boss. So, her guy comes reporting back to her, talking about two unidentified females were seen driving off in a yellow vintage Ford. The police found Giovanni shot to death. So, come to find out, Alex killed the wrong type of person because obviously this guy is in the mob and this is his mob boss. So, she says point blank, I want my money and my weapons. And she's like, you know, you guys got to clean this up no matter what. And she's like, track those. And she actually says, you better track these bitches down. And basically she was like, you know, I'm not taking any chances. Do what I tell you to do. And, you know, she's she's got, apparently this chick's got so much power. He kowtows to her. He goes, yes, mother. This reminds me of this so much from looking at this. I don't know how old you guys are who listen to this, but if you're ever interested in seeing a movie like this where you got the big white bitch in power, and I mean big as in fat, look into Cleopatra Jones. This came out, I believe, it was one of my, you know, the, one of the 70s exploitation flicks. So, of course, as you know, some of you may know, I love the the 70s exploitation flicks. So, Shelly Winters played like white as a matter of fact I think she was called Big Mama or White Mama and you know so that might be a movie you guys want because it almost seems like this this is almost like this is paying homage to that so now we're back on the road with Simone and Alex so at this point they're, they're still fleeing the scene they're screeching along the highway and what happens of course but they get pulled over by a cop and she's just like, oh, my God, what else can go wrong? Well, let's see. You got a cop with a gun. You got a girl with a gun. So she's trying to, 
you know, try, Simone is trying her damnest to get them out. She's like, I, I think she just has the flu. But of course, the cop sees the gun and she's like, drop the gun and get out of the car and put your hands out where I can see them. And Simone, her, like her thoughts are part of the narration. You hear her say, can things possibly get worse? Then, of course, why, why, why you bring this upon yourself? At the top of the page, all you see is it's a is a very graphic image of you see the cop's uh, hat and her gun flying across, and you see splatters of blood. And Simone narrates, "It's like the world goes silent. I hear nothing. I just see all that blood. Then I'm snapped back by Alex's scream." This has just turned into a nightmare. And this trucker pulls up at the end of this blood, comes up on this carnage scene. And of course he's like, oh my God. Then Simone says, didn't I do something stupid? I run. And while this is going on, her back to mother, she has found these girls, you know, her, her guys work fast, so. You see, they have the folder of their mug shots. And the, and the guy goes, these are your targets. They killed one of mother's top men and should be considered armed and dangerous. So they're giving this to one of uh, mother's hired hitmen. So at this point, pretty much, you know, pretty much all these, you know, everybody's fucking everybody. Because every, all the bad guys, apparently the message of this comic is that all the bad guys get the pussy. Because the hitman, he's got about, let's see, let, let, let's count. One, two, three, about four bitches just laying on him and sucking him off and all that. And he's just acting like, oh, he's just all business. And he's like, everything, and, and, and the guy's like, everything is in this file. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Oh, oh, now I see it's an orgy. That's why he, he encountered uh, the guy on an orgy. So it's just a whole bunch of bodies and people connected to each other. But of course, these hitmen know they got to get down to business. As we're closing in on the end of volume one, they're all over the news. They're fugitives from the law. We even got the gas attendant on camera. It's kind of like a satire on how everybody is such a media this is a media obsessed society that they'll just grab any and everybody and they got the gas attendant talking about while the tall one seduced me the other one killed those three people and when I realized what was going on she beat me up and they blew up the station so of course he you know he got his little you know 10 minutes of fame or whatever so now we see at this point they are literally just there. Everybody wants them at this point. So apparently they pulled up another suppose another supposed, uh, it was there. I know. Okay. It was mother's assassins dressed up as state troopers. So they called them and tell the guy, look, we just picked up your girls. You got a 20 minute menu window before the state troopers arrive. So, Again, all the bad guys get all the all the dick apparently. So they've got them carried off into whatever makeshift. It's supposed to be a makeshift jail. They actually took them to the real jail, but 
what it is is that this is being set up as an execution murder. So they get them into the police station and they're beating on them and they found the whole bunch of guns in the guy's car, in Giovanni's car, because be, just remember, these girls fled in his car. So basically she's like, and this is Simone narrating, she was like, We'll be added to the statistics of accidental death in police custody if I don't think of something fast. And at the bottom of the page, as she begins to suck off one of the uh, guards, she says, and I do. So, of course, her solution, because she's got the she's got the flotation devices on her chest. She decides, you know, they chain her up and she's like she says at the end. At, at the end of this, uh, at the end of this panel, it's a full page spread of these cops. Well, they don't know that they're cops, that they're screwing. And she, and she narrates, "A good gang bang is always better than a beating, and it feels a whole lot better." So we just have again, like I said, in the midst of all the violence, we have, of course, I mean, come on, this is a, a X-rated comic. We have full page, full page spreads of you know more screwing. I mean, every other page I'm going to say, and I will say, the, the sex and the violence are pretty much spread out pretty evenly. You got a couple of panels of people getting beat the fuck up and shit blowing up. Then you come back and then you have the orgies and whatnot. So it balances out. I I, I do have to give the uh, the uh, guy credit for that. He knows how to spread it out. So. Can't 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 be too bad. So, I guess the two dopes. I guess they had to leave somebody minding the front of the station. So the two dopes who got left behind and weren't invited to the gangbang, they're like, man, they're getting all the fun while I'm stuck on the desk. And little do they realize they're about to get fucked, but not in the way that they wanted to be fucked. Because who walks into the station but mother's men? And they stop and they're like, you got the two ladies in custody? And they're like, yeah, actually we do. And of course, he pulls out the gun and says, you know, if you want to wait, we... he was like, no, not really. And you don't see the guy's face, but you just see this large gun pointed at this rookie deputy's face. So they come in and again, like I said, we got our mix of sex and violence. And now here comes the violence. It's the bald-headed guy who was part of the orgy. He looks, he looks, he looks sharp though. They, you know, with the suit glasses, typical hitman uh, wardrobe, if that's what you want to call it. And all you see is the full page spread of the machine gun fire coming at you. It looks like it's coming out a burst, almost like a sunset, if that makes any kind of sense. But you got the sound effect of, but a, but a, but a, but a, but And I guess that's supposed to be the sound. I guess that's supposed to be like that. If you know anyone, not that I know what machine guns sound like, but anyway, um, and you see all the casings just flying all over the place. So of course, what is it but more death? So their hitmen have come in, and you see Simone. Now, mind you, she and Alice are still locked up in this uh, jail. Well, you know they're actually chained to the bars. And again, she's like her narration: "These motherfuckers." And then at the end, she's like, that's it. Now I'm taking control. And Simone, the full page spread, this is like, 
I mean, this particular volume is like about 48 pages. So we're at about page like 45. And all you see is a full page spread of they shot out the doors to the to the sheriff's office. And you see Simone gun strapped on her back and her titty. I guess she she just decided to lose the damn bikini. It wasn't even doing anything. So you see her with her big hooters coming at you. And then you got Alex, who, of course, has lost her pain. So now you just see her with her dick swinging underneath her little uh, skirt. And, but she's loaded for bear with the machine with the machine gun. So this, I believe, I guess this would be the writer's way of mixing complete, the both of them in the same, both sex and violence in the same panel. So pretty much Simone is like, fuck this. We're getting out of this. We got a big shootout between them and the rest of Mother's Assassins. But Simone is, like, excellent at gunplay. And, again, it, it's, like, really thrilling to see this. I mean, again, static medium is hard sometimes to portray movement. But the the the, 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 the writer, or the, you know, did a perfect job. All you see is you actually see there's a full-page spread of Simone jumping into action. It's like she's jumping out. And all you see are these, like, sunbursts, which, of course, represent the gunfire. And at this point, I am just, like, I'm hooked. You got me hooked. At first, I was like, oh, my God, why am I looking at this chick with dick thing? But now I am engrossed. Now I'm like, these are some kick-ass bitches. And, of course, I'm like, hey, you know, I mean, I, I'm vixen. I, would love, I love kick-ass bitches. There's no other way to go. And I mean, she's just loaded for bear. She, I mean, she's, she's shooting, she's ducking, she's flying in the, like behind walls and all this kind of stuff. And you just see them. It's like they're action heroes. Oh, this, this, this is a lovely scene here. Like it literally looks like this is supposed to be illustrating her flying through the air. And yet all you see, all you see is you see her flying. And of course, you see the big titties. I mean, they. It's, it, I mean, it is ridiculous. It's like, it's just, it's just. I mean, seriously. But it must be a bad boob job because one is is one's pointing down, one's pointing up. But I, I, I guess you know, of course, me having you know a nice size. Of course, if I'm flying and moving, yeah, they're going to move. So, so now again, we got the big shootout. All that she breaks, she she breaks the car out, and again. She finds more artillery. And again, this is nothing but explosions. Just explosions all over the damn place. So this is how they get away. And she blows up their car. And it's just, it's, it's, I mean, what can I say? It's awesome. It is just so awesome. I mean, the car is shot the hell up. You see that one of the guys she she had to have, I mean, she got him with all the, I mean, you see the guy flying through the air blood all over the place and you see that the girls are making their getaway in the car because after she's done shot everybody up you see alex dove into the back of the car as the car is moving and pretty much this is how it ends you get it to be continued and this is the end of volume one and again with all these scans we get a 
a little synopsis at the end. It's it's, it's kind of cool. It was called the X-rated Thelma and Louise meets Tarantino, and I actually have to agree with it. I mean, it it keeps you, it definitely keeps me interested. At this point, I'm like, I need to know what the hell is going to happen next. So, like I said, you know, it was so good. The first part was so good. I was going to review part two, but then I read part two. And it's a little bit of a letdown. So, it's just more just more of the same. More sex, guns, and violence. Don't get me wrong. I'm down with all that. But it was like, you know... It's just pages upon pages upon pages. You know, you guys know how I feel about pages upon pages upon pages. I don't know. Maybe I have ADD and I just can't hang like that. But whatever. I don't care. Anyway. So, I will say this, however. That there are currently, to my knowledge, there are actually four volumes to Banana Games. And at first, I'm kind of like, how the hell did they make that happen? So... And from what I understand, this actually was a, a a pretty decent seller. So there is an audience out there for it. And, hey, maybe some of you who are actually listening to this review now maybe have gone on and read the other parts. So, but I'm just going to highlight the first one. I'll say this. The first one was just fucking awesome. It is awesome. And I don't think I've ever said anything has been awesome on either triple x or pcx so this actually gets a very good review it's got all the stuff i love to see you know chicks in power and not taking shit and all they needed to be was black and then you know then it would be like you know sticking i was gonna say they were sticking it to the man and then but actually you know what they you know what they're my sisters from another mother that's what i'm gonna say i guess uh yeah i guess i claim alex to even yeah i claim the chick with the dick whatever so, you know, so on a scale of one to 10, I give Banana Games Volume 1 uh, probably the highest rating I've given anything. I would give it actually, I would give it a 9, maybe even a 9.5. It really is good. It really was not lacking too much of anything. I mean, the only maybe downside of it was the, you know, just the, sometimes some of the dialogue, the little subplot we got going on with the mobsters, okay, you know. But overall, it's got everything a comics geek because you know I know most of you are geeks who listen to comics podcasts anyway. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's got everything you would look for. It's got sex, it's got violence, it's got shit blowing up and on fire and rat tat 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 tats and stuff. Oh, in case you guys are wondering, I'm recording this and it's currently 3.07 a.m. in the morning. So I'm kind of delirious at this point. But I am of sound mind when I give my review of of Banana Games a 9.5. So thank you for hanging there with me. And thank you. This is my first recording from the Dungeon of Debauchery. And I am planning to do more recordings in the future. That is unless, you know, trench coat cuts off my accounts but (laughs) i have my ways of persuasion all right i'm out peace